Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Welcome back, beautiful human beings, to the Beautiful Souls podcast. And this is, well, I have, it's kind of the last solo episode of 2021, which is crazy because legitimately, I, going into this year, I didn't even know I was going to have a podcast. And then it was requested and requested and requested for me. So then I created one six months ago, and I'm ending the year with thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads and. 50, it's going to be 55 plus episodes and so many incredible lives that I've had the chance to touch and to help and to, oh, it's just been amazing. Um, and I just wanted to thank all of you guys for listening and for sharing with your friends. And I've heard stories about you guys listening at work or on long road trips or, you know, on the days or the moments where you really needed it and you you plugged this in and pressed play and it gave you the insight or the uplifting that you needed. I've heard stories from some of you that you've listened to episodes on repeat and had tears falling down your face because some of the words that were said in the podcast resonated so deeply with your soul. I've heard that some of these podcasts had awakened you, have enlightened you, have inspired you to say, take certain directions and I love hearing those stories because there's this weird thing that happens when you put things out on the internet. You kind of don't really know what happens or like who it affects. So just in general, just know that if something that you see from someone else's field ever touches you, share it with people because it means the world. It means the world to know that this has helped and touched so many of your lives. And I wanted to end the last official podcast of this year um, with something that is really hot in my heart right now. And that's why I love my podcast, because I got to talk about what is hot on my heart at this moment. And then when it's hot in my heart, I have so much passion, like raging passion for it. And it's all about how to have this unfuckwithable mindset in 2022 and just in general. And this is really... I know I touched on this a little bit in last week's episode when I was talking about failing at goals and the fear of failing around goals. And if you want to go back and listen to that, that is episode 54. And I highly recommend that. But I wanted to dive just into mindset because 
it is so incredibly important. Um, and I really see what I see with people is, you know, I love teaching manifestation and mindset and I'm soul mission and all of these things. And I have a beautiful program called worthy teaching people self-worth and really going into deep healing, which I really believe is needed for everyone, um, at some level to realize those things about ourselves, And then I had the clarity code getting you clear on, you know, what it is that you want to do in your life because sometimes we don't know and that's totally fine. But then what I see as this kind of gap um, between the two is mindset. And what I see people, when I see people succeeding at something and like actually achieving the things that they set out for in those desires and in those manifestations, that really comes from having this mindset um, of being able to be committed to your goals, committed to your desires. Someone asked me years and years ago now, oh my God, that makes me sound old. Um, back probably in 2014, when I first moved to Australia, um, I had the opportunity to do lots of cool things. But one of the things that we did, we got to fly up to Port Headland, which is like this very small town in Western Australia. If you guys don't know Western Australia, Western Australia is a huge state. It's like thir- uh, like 30% of the size of Australia. And like to fly from one, the bottom of the state to the top of the state, it can sometimes be like a four hour flight. So like it's huge. And that's just the state. That's not the country. Um, so we went up to Port Hedland, which is like a mining town. We were doing some synchro display or something. And someone asked me, she said, how do you have the motivation to show up and do this? Like, how do you have the motivation to show up for practice? How do you have the motivation to always, you know, do the thing that you want to do to go after your goal? And to be fair, it's a really good question. And I never really had thought about it in that way because I think because I have done, did sport for so long, it was very much in my subconscious. Um, as we know, if we do things repetitively, it kind of gets into our subconscious. So I have that within my subconscious. I have like a really powerful mindset ingrained in my subconscious. Um, but I was speaking with my sports psychologist about it and he shared a really powerful perspective and just, you know, when someone says something in a very clear and succinct way and you're just like, Oh, um, it makes sense. And he said to us, he said, I love my, this sports psych of mine. Um, he goes, you don't always have to be motivated, but you have to be committed. And that really struck a chord. It really made sense to me because when I was training for perspective, I didn't want to get up at 5 a.m. and walk or bike or bus or get a ride to training to train for five hours or to train for eight hours or whatever. You know, like I I sometimes get like teary eyed thinking about all that I have done and been able to push through. And, you know, the funny thing about so many of you guys meeting me at this point in my life is you never knew me as that athlete. And, you know, Oh, one of the hardest things I have is like, it's like, it's like ingrained in my bones, but we used to get up, um, 
so many times and train outside because there's so many outdoor pools in Australia. Um, but the thing is that happens. Okay, this is the lie. I'm going to tell you the, the lie that so many people believe. Australia does have winter. See, people seem to think, and I thought before I moved there, that there was no winter. There is winter. Depending on where you live in Australia, it's very it's a huge country. Um, but Perth has winter. And I think everyone just seems to be in denial that there is no winter. There's fucking winter. And no one has any heating in their house. Um, and the houses are freezing because they're all made of brick. And I've actually been more cold in Australia than I ever have in a, been in a Canadian winter because we have heating in our houses. I went on a tangent. Sorry. We're coming back to the point. So the story is uh, we used to get up um, and you'd, in this really cold house and people would have these little heaters, you know, sometimes. Um, and you put on all your clothes. You put on your bathers underneath. Um, so words for bathing suits um, in Australia, swimmers, togs, bathers. Um, no one really says costumes, but togs and bathers is quite common. Um and we put on your bathers and you go to the pool and it's pitch black outside. Still feels like the middle of the night. And the pools, the pools are so cold, guys. And it's cold outside and sometimes it's raining. We would pray for lightning because lightning meant we couldn't swim. Um, and the wind, some of the, these pools had like, it was like a wind tunnel in there. And it's like, you know, you know, this is like down to, you know, maybe three, four degrees, which is very cold when you're wearing a swimsuit and you have to take off your clothes and you have to stand at the edge of the water. You have to put on your bathing cap, put on your goggles and know that when you let your feet leave the side of the pool, you were diving into extremely cold pool where for the next two to four hours, you're going to be put through torturous things, which is really going to make you question the reason why you do this sport. And you're going to do it and do it and do it over and over again. And your coach is going to push you to do better, do it faster, do it harder, do it higher, do it with bigger smile, all of the things. And I would always stand there. It's like the hardest part of training was standing on the side of the pool and contemplating the choices that I made with my life to get myself there. <laughs> and I actually still have like, it, it, this is a extreme, this is a bit of a hyperbole, like me, me exaggerating, but like almost like a bit of PTSD sometimes because I get like flashbacks. Sometimes if I have to wake up early in the morning, like I have to remind myself that I don't have to go to training and it's okay. And my body and my nervous system can calm down. And I, I, when I was standing on the edge of that pool, I did not want to jump in. There's nothing in me. My whole body and my whole mind was like, you know what? I would much rather be sleeping right now. And I'm okay. You know, in those moments, you're like, I don't need to go to the Olympics. You know, it's fine. I don't need to be extraordinary. I'm fine being ordinary. <laughs> and you contemplate all, contemplate all of your life choices. And then you get in because you're committed. Um, and you feel fucking amazing afterwards because you showed up and you did the thing. And I was not always motivated. I was not, but I was committed to my team. I was committed to my coach. I was committed to my practice. I was committed to my goals. Um, and this is where we want to have this balance between the feminine and the masculine, right? I think that there's an extreme version of this, which can be really unhealthy. And I definitely dipped into that for a while. And that's why I talk about, it's not about hard work. It's about focus work. It's about committed work. It's about dedicated work. Um, that was a different stage of my life though. But that that commitment over the motivation and that ability to do those hard things that I had to do to become the person that I wanted to be, to achieve the desires that I wanted to achieve, that was having this unfuckwithable mindset and having this mindset that 
no matter what was thrown at me, I could handle it. I could handle it. You know, like some of the things that like we would go through, you know, apparently this is a synchro story podcast, but it's going there. Um, another time we were swimming at world championships in Russia in 2015, and we are going up against New Zealand to qualify for the Olympic games. And we were swimming in a, they had converted a soccer stadium into a pool. It's actually two pools. So there was a warm up pool and then the like competition pool. And so what they actually do for a lot of big competitions is they build temporary pools because it's cheaper to build a temporary pool than to build a real pool complex. Um, and it's, it's like phenomenal to see. Um, they're called Mirtha pools, if you've ever wondered. Um, anyways, so we were, we had arrived in Russia and we were at like one of the first ones there and they had just finished building this pool and just like just finished filling up the pool, filling up like a 50 meter pool with that's three meters deep. So that's a shit ton of water. And they're like, yeah, no, it's all, it's all done. It's ready to dive in. But what we don't realize guys is that they're filling it up with like regular water, like at a regular temperature. It takes a really long time to heat up a pool, especially at that level. And so (laughs) no one told us until we dove in that pool was like ice cold, like so freezing cold where you felt it in your bones. And there was actually, we like, we had a really intense coach at the time. So we like weren't able to complain about it, but there were some girls like in other, like Spain. I remember watching like one of the Spanish girls. She's like a very famous synchronized swimmer called Ona Carbonell. Um, and she dove in and she screamed and she just got straight out. <laughs> she was just like, no. <laughs> and, um, our coach wasn't in the water, but she was just like, suck it up. And we like, at that point, you you know, you're very fit right so you don't got a lot of body fat on you and even in normal pools like a lot of us would be cold and um I remember standing on stage and doing our music practice. So you stand on the stage, um, and you're outside and it's, it's Russia and it's in, it's in summer, but it wasn't really that warm there. Um, and we're in Kazan, Russia, which is like, if you ever go find it on a map, like good on you, it's like really in the middle of Russia. Um, and we're standing on stage and there's like this wind coming through and you're standing there in this position that we hold to like whatever our deck work is. That's what it's called when we're standing on deck. And like your whole body is like tremoring and you know, you're about to dive into the water that when it hits you, it's going to take your breath away, which doesn't fucking matter because you're holding your breath anyways. And you are about to go swim this routine, which every time you swim a routine, you feel like you want to die. And you just have to do it. There's just no choice. Like I can't walk away. I can't cry. I can't do anything. This is just what I've committed to. And I just have to accept it and realize that I can get through this. That's having a fuck with a mindset, guys. And I, I realized like through all these years of synchro, I really cultivated it in that to be able to push it over to other areas of my life. And that's why I'm so excited about um, sharing it in my new program called magnetic, because I want you guys to have the unfuckwithable mindset to without having to go through all of the horrendous training that I went through. Okay. And all the experiences, I want to teach you all of that without having to go through the experiences, combining the power and the understanding of the quantum field, um, to make you magnetic to your manifestations. Um, and so that, you know, and even at the end of when we swam that routine, so we swam the routine, it's about four minutes long. And I remember at the end of swimming that routine, like 
usually you by the time you finish a routine you're like sweating in the water so you're quite warm because you've just exerted a lot of energy and your heart rate's really high Um, but I was like we were all still shivering at the end because it was that cold you know and one of like my strengths when I was um like as a swimmer and as a teammate it was I was always really strong like physically strong and one of the things that that would entail is I would always be under the water having to lift up my teammates. Um, And so I remember it was actually my Olympic routine. I did a calculation. So for the whole first lap of the pool, so we basically we dive in and then we swim, we do like our routine to the end of the pool. And we kind of like, so one of the things you wouldn't notice if you're watching this on TV, but they really watch the pool pattern. So you want to cover the entire pool, like the 25 to 30 meters that the competition size pool is. So you want, you're, you're doing your routine, but you're also moving around the pool. If this makes sense. I'm trying to explain this in an auditory way for a visual person. So But I calculated because I was lifting all of my teammates all the time, which means they're underwater. My teammates are breathing. And I always got like the short end of the stick somehow because I was always just was a good sport. And I was just like, I'm strong. This is what I'll just, you know, you do what you're best at and just deal with it. I think in the first minute and like five seconds of the first lap, I think I breathed for 10 seconds. But let me just say that's not 10 consecutive seconds. That's like, like I come up for one second and then go under. And then I come up for three seconds and go under. Um, and it was like, I the, yeah, it was just really crazy because I was like, holy crap. And remember, I'm not just sitting under the water. I'm exerting, I'm lifting human beings out of the water. I'm doing figures. So that's figures are when we're upside down, like moving all our arms and legs and all of these things. And the amount of times that when I have swam, at, this is why I think synchronized swimmers are the, uh, it's the most amazing sport in the entire world. You would be doing this figure. And when I say figure, it's the movement when we're upside down, moving all of our legs and you feel your heart racing. You have to make sure that you're on the count of the music. You have to make sure you're in pattern with your teammates. You also sometimes have to change the pattern. You also have to make sure that you're really high and executing it well. And you're moving up and down the pool and you feel like your heart and your lungs are going to explode. And sometimes you start gagging under the water like like that. Um, If you could hear that because it's you're just like, there's nothing left in you. (laughs) And everything in you wants to just let your legs go, let your arms go, come up and take a breath. But that's, we haven't had ingrained in us. If you're a synchronized swimmer, you just don't do that. That's just, you just never, ever, ever, ever do that. And it was in those moments when I started to realize how powerful my mind is. Because you start to tell yourself, you can go one of two ways. You can go, oh God, oh no, no, oh no, no, no. I'm not good. I'm not going to do good. And the athletes and you can, they kind of like die off. Like they don't really get to the Olympic level. Um, but the athletes at a much younger level that are the ones that tell themselves that they're the ones that come up. They're the ones that don't make it far. They're the ones that don't ultimately achieve their goals in sport because their mental dialogue is, I can't do this. This is hard. I'm going to die. It's too much for me. Or you choose to have the mental dialogue of, it's okay, just come back to this moment. All I need to focus on is this moment. You can do this. I believe in me. We're going to be okay. 
let's go, let's go, let's go. We can do this, we can do this. It's fine, I'm not feeling any pain. This is just a feeling and I'm gonna change what the meaning is to me. Um, this is this this lactic acid that I feel in my body, it's just a feeling. It's not gonna make me feel bad. It's, it's just my body giving me signs and I'm gonna have more energy and I'm gonna come up for a breath in a second. Like that's what we have to repeat in our mind to be able to get yourself through that and then also focusing on the counts and all the things and smiling. And <laughs> through all of this, I was just able to cultivate this mindset where a certain level of performance was just standard. We just never come up. You just always ex- execute to a certain ability. You you just don't complain. You just do what you got to do to get it done. And that's having this unfuckwithable mindset. <laughs> but I know you're not synchronized swimmers and many of you probably aren't athletes. <laughs> um, but it's so powerful when we can transfer that mindset because you guys would have had moments in your life wherever you are where you get to take the evidence of a certain part of your life and transfer it as as proof to another part of your life. So I would have been able to take that evidence of being a really, you know, an athlete at an elite level to be able to transfer it to what I'm doing now, which is helping souls achieve their manifestations and their dreams and their desires and their goals. And I see this same thing. I see these two categories of people, the people that tell themselves when they're on the path um, and going after the things they tell themselves, the mental dialogue of this is going to be so hard. I don't know if I can do this. I'm just going to get by da, 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 da. Or there's the people that go, I'm going to figure it out. I got this. I trust myself. It's going to be okay. I believe in myself. We have this. Keep going. It's going to happen. It's all happening for me. I trust myself. We can figure this out. And it's, I know it's like a nuance and cliche saying, but it's like the man who believes he can't and the man who believes he can, they are both right. So which path do you want to choose, right? And it's so important to be able to use your unfuckwithable mindset in the application of you going after your dreams and your goals and your desires. Because what I see, and this is what I really want to change, and this is one of my intentions with Magnetic as well and with this podcast, is I see people that have so much, you know, like you start a program or you start like a fitness journey or you start a new degree or whatever, or a new job, and you're so excited at the beginning, right? And you're like, yes, this is amazing. I've got this. I'm going to show up. I have my journal. I have my pen. It's all going to work out. I like love myself. This is awesome. Um, and then um, maybe you start going through and maybe things get hard and maybe things come up. And then you, then sometimes people fall off. Sometimes people give up on themselves. And maybe, then maybe when they leave my container, not always, but maybe when they leave my container, They're like, I just don't know how to do this on my own. Things get hard and I want to give up. Things get hard and uh, I want to walk away. And my intention is to make you, you know, I say this to all of the souls that have ever walked through any of my programs. It's like, I want you to be able to be self-sufficient and I want to give you all the inspiration and the love and the joy and for you to be able to know that you can fly on your own. And that's where the mindset comes in. It's the deep belief in thyself. Connecting with the energy of your heart and knowing if your heart has a desire for what you're wanting to call forward, it is meant for you. And then applying the mindset and retraining your brain to believe that it's all possible for you. To believe that it's all possible for you. And once we practice this thought pattern and this way of doing things enough, it starts to be ingrained in our subconscious and it starts to be just the way of being. 
right? Because when we do things repetitively, it is put in our subconscious. But we can do all that. We can do all the subconscious things. Like I teach in Worthy and, and in the Clarity Code. Like we can do the EFT. We can do the coding and decoding. We can do the subliminals. We can do the meditation. It's all amazing. And I love it all. And the hypnosis and all the things. Amazing. But there is a certain point where we just have to fucking apply it. And we just have to be able to overcome the thoughts in our brain and continue to believe in ourselves, even if we don't see the like instant evidence and reality. Because there is a lag time. There is a lag time usually. You usually don't think of something and it appears in your life straight away. Sometimes this can happen and it's amazing, but it doesn't always happen. And so, you know, it's really being able to trick your mind into deeply believing into yourself and knowing that you are stronger than your circumstances. You are stronger than your circumstances. You are stronger than the things that happen to you. And whatever it is, trusting yourself to figure it out and trusting yourself that it will all be okay. Trusting yourself that you fucking got this and you can love on yourself and you can believe in yourself. And even knowing, and I have some people that like reach out to me and I don't always have the capacity to respond straight away, um, but people that are having like a bad day or a hard day, and I do have a podcast on this as well. But it's like when you're having those hard days or those challenging days, which you get to have because I've had them. We have, we have those periods and those seasons of our lives. It's just knowing that that moment will pass. And sometimes it's just being able to have the mindset to know that you can sit in that and trust yourself to not take any action from that space. You know, when we're in that bad day, that, that really challenging mindset that things when things are really really hard not taking any extreme action in that space we don't really think rationally in that time and giving ourselves the space for that to pass and allowing ourselves to truly feel what we need to feel we need to feel to heal we need to feel to heal we need to feel to heal right and so just giving you guys this reminder of the power of your mindset. Because I want you all to be able to have this. Because what I use this explanation, I think I used this in my last podcast, but I'm going to use it again. In Envision is when you decide, when you have an alignment in your heart and you have a desire in your heart and you see what you desire out in the field, um, you know, or you, you, you see that maybe you want to manifest a certain lifestyle or a dream or a career or a business or a, a person or a um, well, well-being or health. The thing is, if your heart desires that and you see that, that is a reality that is existing for you. And if I told you, because this is the reality, I plopped you on a road and I said, at the end of this road is the thing you desire. But I say, I don't know how long the road is. You could, you could walk and it could come tomorrow or you could come, it could come in three weeks or three months. But I can guarantee you if you stay on this road, you're going to receive what you desire. And all you have to do is keep walking and you will receive it. And as long as it feels good in your heart and in your body and you keep walking, you will receive it. And there's things that you can go do to speed it up, you know, of course. And there's things you can do to slow it down. But the only way that you're not going to receive it is by walking away and giving up on yourself. And so it's being able to have the mindset to not give up on yourself 
not think that what's happening in your life is proof that you shouldn't do something in those hard times. That is what is really freaking important, right? That is what I really want to remind you guys of. So when you were going into 2022, some of you have taken my Envision workshop. We envisioned our goals, our desires for 2022. You have put them out there as intentions. Some of them will come in 2022. Maybe some of them will come true in 2023. So maybe some of them will come true before 2022 even starts. Is when things get hard, when detours come, when things pop up, having the unfuckwithable mindset to know that it's all okay and that you got this, you can hold yourself in this, you will be okay and you're going to get there. And this temporary blip does not mean anything about the long-term path of your goals. That in those hard moments, you know that that too will pass. This too will pass. It will be okay. And I will continue to walk this path as long as it feels good in my heart and in my soul. That is having the unfuckwithable mindset. Whatever happens, being able to be and make yourself be okay. And there's ways that we can tap into the understanding of the quantum field and find proof all around us and really have tools to be able to break through that resistance and to be able to calibrate at the frequency of the desires that we want to bring forward. There's things that you can do to help your mindset, to cultivate this mindset. And that is what I'm teaching in Magnetic. And that's what I'm really diving into Magnetic because I want you to be able to have the mindset, like I said, without having to go through all of those crazy experiences that I went through, without you having to, you know, to swim in the freezing cold pools and have the really hard workouts and, and go through those challenging things. And like, the, again, this is even like wh- when I spoke about this, um, you know, Luca recently was in hospital and it was in the middle of when I was doing my uh, running Envision, this program, and I was just about to launch Magnetic. And I could have totally crumbled and I could have given up on everything and I could have just said, you know what, I'm going to give everyone their money back. I can't show up right now. This is too much for me. And people probably would have understood as well. But that's not the person that I want to be. And that's not the highest version of myself. The highest version of myself can handle it and the highest version of myself did handle it. And I chose that I would be okay. And I chose that I know that the universe is conspiring in my favor. That the universe is conspiring in my favor. In some way, somehow, this thing would make me better, stronger, wiser, more abundant, more prosperous, more joyous, more happy. And it has. In the moment, though, I didn't know that. I didn't know if Luca was going to be okay. I dropped him off at the emergency room. I didn't know if he was going to fucking live But choosing the belief that no matter what, I'm going to be okay and I can figure this out. That is having the unfuckwithable mindset. Choosing the belief that even though I'm like in the hospital (laughs) with my loved one, that my dreams and my desires are still walking towards me. That this is just a detour, a blip or a bridge on the path. That I'm going to be okay and all the things in my life are magnetizing their way to me. And they have. 
They absolutely have. I have so many beautiful souls that are already in magnetic and I have launched that program from being in a state where my partner was in the hospital and I did not expect that and I don't wish that upon anyone ever. But what I'm saying with you is what if hard things could happen in your life and you could still be fucking magnetic to your goals or what if hard things don't happen and you're still magnetic to your goals? That's what I want to teach you. Having that unfuckwithable mindset so that you can be magnetic to your goals and your desires. That is what I'm teaching in magnetic. This is not the app. This is not the basic manifestation program. These are the, like, this is for you if you already know that you can manifest, if you already know that you're worthy, if you already know that you, um, you know, our thoughts create our reality. We're not going into those things. We're going deeper. We're going a level and a layer deeper. That's what I want to teach. And that is what is going to be brought through in Magnetic. For all of those that join this first round, you get to be the founding members. I'm going to run this program again in the future at a higher price, probably at extended space as well. And all my members can that have joined this, joined this round can continue to join next time for free. Uh, like just that's what happens when you get access to the program. You'll have access to it for the lifetime of the program. Okay, so... If this is something that you want to cultivate in 2022, I would love to have you there. The cart closes on December 30th. If you're listening to this after that fact, you can always put your name on the wait list for the next round. I'm not sure when it will be just yet, but have the faith and have the trust that you freaking got this. You can believe in yourself. You can have the unfuckwithable mindset and the universe is conspiring in your favor and you will absolutely always be okay. And I believe in you. And I love you. And you got this. Okay? I hope this episode has inspired you. I hope this episode has ignited you. If this is really setting you on fire, I hope to see you in Magnetic. May you have the most beautiful day, my beautiful souls. Thank you for all of the listens and all of the love this past six months. It's been a beautiful journey. I absolutely freaking love my podcast. And I love sharing with you. And I love interviewing guests. And I cannot wait to see where all of this goes in 2022. Have a beautiful day. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.